Welcome to the Progress with Unity podcast on this rather unseasonably mild November evening. It's about, uh, well, it's, it's quite warm, isn't it? I can see everybody sat around the table in the beach were this evening. How are we doing, fellas? Yeah, right. Oiling up. Right, Oiling up? Yes. Oil. Oil, oil. 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 Uh, Gareth? Good, thanks. Good. Going to be listening to you in a second, aren't we? Sorry. Not sounding so good. <laughs> yes. Adam? Alright, that's bad. Yeah. Simon? Barry? How are you doing? Good, you? Made it tonight then? Yeah, I thought so. No work? No. Right. All work, no play. Paul? Correct. Good stuff. <laughs> Alright, mate? Yeah, very good. Get a move on. Rob? Felt it. Alright, Dan. Hello. How are you doing? I'm alright, thanks, Barry, yes. Good stuff. We're going to start off this evening with a look back at the Bury game. We've got two cup games to look back on, both contrasting. So we'll start off with Gareth's straight from the terrace <laughs> report. So here we go. Well, it's half time here at Gig Lane Bury. And I've just watched my team, Wigan Athletic, concede three goals in the first round of the FA Cup. And I'm embarrassed. Wigan Athletic, that was disgusting first half performance. It can only get better. Full time match report from Gig Lane Bury. Well, sadly, we've lost 4 0 following uh, a rather inept performance, shall I say. I was disgusted at half time. I was hoping for better in the second half. It was better, but it couldn't really have been any worse. I'm sorry to say I've just watched something which was rather embarrassing. I've just watched one of the Bury stewards mimicking the Latics fans while they leave the ground, saying 4-0 to Bury. Wasn't very good to watch, then again the game wasn't very good to watch either. What do you think, Jacob? We weren't very good defensively, we weren't very good attacking all over the pitch really. Richard O'Donnell, we've got a six foot six striker in Curtis Davis and uh, Craig Davis, in fact, uh, we've got a six foot six striker in Craig Davis and Richard O'Donnell can't kick it further than his box to Donovan Daniels or Chris McCann. This is just this just shows our negative attitude towards playing the ball. Um, midfield was distant. Vucic just wanted to run into defenders, not past them. Junior looked like a looked like he was a kid in a toy shop. He was lost. Um, Yannick and Michael Jacobs came on at half time. They, they made a little bit different. Uh, made a little bit of difference, but nothing major. And uh, a little bit, as Gareth said there about the. Uh, the uh, steward, it's just it's just unprofessional. They support with a stadium at Gig Lane like Bury have got, where it's at ground level and and fans can get on the pitch and the stewards are there to sort of secure it a bit a bit better. But mimicking the fans and provoking them further, it just just ruins the day even more. Didn't sound very good, that Gareth. I'm, I'm sorry to come across so negative, but um, I went. Expecting not the best because I mean it's always going to be tough in the first round of the cup, but you expect better than we got, and the players just let themselves down. Really, it was absolutely awful the first half. I don't know, Gareth. I think you came across quite positive in the circumstances. Mm. Mm. O'Donnell, uh, seen the I've seen the goal on TV. Mm. <laughs> uh, did he have oil on his gloves? Yes. Played rugby union. 
anybody can make a mistake. Everybody sat around this table make mistakes on a daily basis, and when a goalkeeper makes a mistake, it's 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 you know it's noticeable there for all to see. But he didn't recover from it. He didn't. He was disappointed when it had happened. But the thing that shouts out to me more than anything about O'Donnell, he just doesn't command his area at all. Crosses are coming flying into the box, and that's what you get at Bury. You know, we've seen them twice already this season. The throwing crosses into the box, eyeballs and what have you, and he's just stood there watching it. Mm. No. I, I agree with you on that point, and we were talking about O'Donnell before we came on air, and uh, I watched, I had the fortunate pleasure of watching Bristol Rovers highlights as well, because they got giant killing, didn't they? Um, obviously, Lee Nichols was in net, should have saved their goal as well. And the comment that was used was a league goalkeeper should be saving those. So yeah, O'Donnell's going to make, you know, first one a mistake, but when you're beating your near post for the third, you're expecting, you know, a league keeper to save them. Someone as well who comes with such a high reputation. From Do you think his uh, confidence is a little bit short though? Well, I mean, obviously we've been left out when, when he was against Walsall, because that must have been a bit of a, a sucker punch to him. Yeah, especially the drops. Well, yeah. no, I, I think you can see that you can see there was a tactical reason behind that. I think if you get you get it explained to you that you've not been dropped because this guy's better than you, you've been dropped for tactical reasons. That's quite easy to accept. But I, I think if that had been the case, he'd have probably been back in once. But he's, he's been nowhere near the team. Yeah. Well, he's been I, I, he's, he's been on the bench and always near the. the but he's well, not. You can so. you can quite easily explain to him that. You've got your Seattle Lion there who's come in, done a great job, been a fantastic keeper for years and years. He's not got old, he's not lost it. You've got to get him out of your shirt if you want your shirt back. Gary Caldwell said he, he knows his areas of weakness, he's got to work on them, that's what, mm. what he said. So obviously they've had words behind the scenes about something. Mm. But anyway, um, stats from the game, Gareth. How did they read? Did they, were they any brighter? Stats from the game, Bury versus Wigan Athletic in the first round of the FA Cup. 54% possession to Bury and 46% to Wigan Athletic attempts. Bury managed 11, Wigan 12. On target, Bury 6, Wigan 4. Bury had 4 corners to 6 for the Latics. Bury committed 7 fouls to 19 for the Latics. Bury got 2 yellow cards, Latics 3, no reds and one awful performance. <laughs> <laughs> we'll not mention the score, shall we? What? Adam. <laughs> Sorry. Um, three and a half thousand on. It's in total. How many from, from the... I think there's about 1,300. So another great following. It's about a third of the home attendance, isn't it? So I think you're showing even support in the first round of the Cup. It shows what a positive atmosphere we've got around the club at the minute. Mm. I'm going to continue. Shows how much we care about the FA Cup as well. Exactly, yeah. First round, years ago before winning it, we took about, what, 600, 500, 600. Apparently more than the players care about it. Apparently. Mm. <laughs> well, they were in on Sunday, weren't they, training? He had them in on Sunday, mm. so... Uh, ob- uh, and he made ten changes for the Blackpool game to the starting line, so obviously um, something's been said behind the scenes, which is just what you'd expect, isn't it? Simon? There was a stat missing from that, and that was how well Wigan fans kept possession of the uh, <laughs> yes. of the ball in the stand, because that for me was the highlight of the game as the as it came to a close. The fact that you know Wigan fans had seen a, an awful performance, we're just gonna 
play keep ball and I thought it was uh, you know a little bit entertaining even when Max Powell was screaming out for the ball because we had a corner uh, that was my enjoyment for the afternoon for once I, a... I believe Adam's mum took a, a bit <laughs> yeah. of a beating as well with the ball yeah, that's right right, get smacked, right in the head yeah in the end, she claimed concussion, but... Oh, so there's no damage done there. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not to oh, hopefully not a bit of sense into it. Oh, <laughs> cranky. Can I just add to that, Simon? That's the Wigan fans that were left, because when, on the 65th minute, when Clark bagged the fourth goal, there was a lot of Wigan fans went all in absolute disgust. Yeah. Uh, well, I think, uh, I mean, that game is, uh, is one we better leave behind as soon as possible yes please uh, in, in good old bullseye uh, fashion I mean look at what we could have won uh, an away trip to Rochdale so. oh a speedboat mm. yeah let's bury in that one aren't we? let's bury it yeah <laughs> <laughs> they've got a decent derby out of it haven't they we yeah we've yeah. had a decent derby out of it yeah. Yeah. Tuesday evening back on the Wembley Trail the JPT, for those who don't know, it's the uh, John Stones paint trophy. I didn't know he was a painter then, did you? <laughs> no, no. Uh, uh, and Blackpool were in town. Now we have Paul's Off the Terrace Blackpool review, so we'll just have a quick listen to this before uh, we carry on. Oh, it's there, it's in. Um, the man of the match has just been announced as Andy Keller, first shout. One or two others had decent games as well, but yeah, first shout for the man of the match for a change, instead of just whoever put the ball in the net. And here he goes. Is he creating a fifth? Out to Wiltshot, who's crossed it in. Donovan, oh. I'm sad waiting for the whistle, because we're going to win this. It's 87 minutes, it's 4-0. Towering performance from the Latics over these clowns from Blackpool Circus here goes Wiltshire down the left again oh no he's come back inside yeah towering performance a lot of good get, a lot of good play can't complain 4-0 easy as you like make up for Saturday <coughs> Gareth have we got some stats from uh, the front Blackpool game from the Blackpool game Yes, last night's game at Wigan. Wigan Athletic versus Blackpool. Possession, 60% to the Latics and 40% to Blackpool. The Latics managed 10 attempts to Blackpool's 3. On target, Wigan managed 6. Blackpool won corners. Latics managed 4. Blackpool 6. Latics committed 10 fouls to 12 by Blackpool. Both teams got one yellow card each. No reds. And 4 0 to the Latics was the score. Hurrah. Mm. Good performance from the, the team. 10 changes, some new faces there for us to have a look at. Andy Kelly, I thought, was quite impressive. Yeah. Uh, I don't, man of the match for me, though, I, I slightly disagreed. I thought Don Kelly. Oh, I would have gone crazy. See, yeah, I, I, I was thinking Tim Chow had a decent game. Ooh, I, I, but again, you look at different bits, don't you? Yeah. I but, think I agree with you, though, Barry. A better, a better second half. I think Kelly was. Kelly or Chow? Davis for me. Kelly was consistent all the way through, and I think that was the biggest. He was involved, was. involved in all four goals, wasn't he? Yeah, but to some I, think degree. The con- the, I think the consistency of his performance and that really kind of ebbed on Chow. 
And the fact that Daniels could then start moving forward when he came on. Oh, right, didn't he? Mm. Um, it was I a second midfield. I thought Ch Chu got caught out a few times last night. Uh, first half he did. Yeah. Uh, I, it was, he was good going back. forward. Yeah, it was funny. It, it, was, it was going forward and banging across. Didn't yeah, it, but I don't think he suits that role. Well. If that had been a, a league game, uh, and obviously Blackpool would have had a different side out, I think he would have got caught out. But he wouldn't be playing in a league game, would he? Because we've got, we've got uh, yeah. right wing backs anyway. Mm. I was a bit disappointed with Jordan too last night. John yeah. Flores, he looks like he's lost a bit of pace. He didn't light up the uh, ground, did he, last night? No, no. He, no, he, not that I'm knocking him, but it's just... Lights, you, you, yeah. Oh, I missed that one, Simon, that was a good one. But you, you have him, after his early performances for us, you have him so wide, don't you, and you become expectant of him. He needs to pick his head up a bit, I think, you know, after what's gone on with Oldham and since then. Yeah. And then. So I didn't, I didn't, I, I mean, apart from the obvious place pass, I, you know, <clears> I don't think any of them are bad boss. No, no, I, um... And I'd heard that Jack Hendry had a poor game at Crew. He did. I thought he was superb last yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. Next John Stones. I tell you, how old is that lad? The Cookie I tell you something, it was playing like a season 29 year old uh, pro. I was watching him, well, we, we were both watching him from our executive seats in the, uh, in the East Stand. Ooh. Sorry, West Stand, West Stand. And uh, we all commented, everybody was commenting on, on his. Um, he weren't just going into tackles, he was standing his ground. And he's got, alright, he's got a wonderful physical presence and he was using it last night. Mm. Not just going into a tackle, but he stood his ground in the tackles and he was bouncing players off. But there was one particularly funny, funny incident in the second half where he went in and he got, he got virtually got cut in half by two, two Blackpool players. And he just stood his ground, didn't flinch, passed the ball, and then virtually went down in a heap. So it just showed, you know, he's, he's still he's only a kid in the But what a tremendous. He was my man at the last night. Much better than he was at Crew. Mm. But then I was saying, was saying before, Crew was his first, you know, his debut for, yeah. for the club and nerves and everything. I know it was only Crew, no disrespect to Crew, no any Crew fans listening. Uh, but you know, it, it, you can see that he's now had his first game that's gone. And he had a bad game, sometimes it's good to get that out of the way. It's a long way from home as well, isn't it? Yeah. For such a young lad. Yeah. If we remember James McCarthy's first game against Manchester United, he, he, the game passed, passed him by, didn't it? And we all thought, you know, this is that bright young prospect, and he, he didn't look very good, but they need time to settle, don't they? Yeah. Well, it was against Man United. <laughs> even so, Dan, even so, we beat them, you know. Yeah. And, you know, don't, don't you know, don't. A bunny team these Kellett's days. Kellett's got to start for me. So the, Do you think? Yeah, yeah. I think. I think one big difference last night is we stopped crosses coming in the box. I know they probably, they probably weren't careful of get putting them in there, but Kellett for me looks like he's going to get closer to his men, and I think I'm not convinced at all about these germs. It's not one bit defensively. I don't think he's good attacking when crossing the ball. I don't think he can cross the ball. Stop him. Kellett go to beat the man. You know, we'll cut inside. And there's a few chances where he could have had a had a pop himself. Mm. He's an ass footballer, isn't he? Yeah. He is an ass footballer. He says something though. If you're going to be <coughs> playing for that lot who play in Orich and then get loaned to Man United, there's going to have to be something mm. about you. You know, that doesn't happen every day, does it? Mm. So it was his birthday too, you say, wasn't it? Yeah. Twenty-two. Mm. Yeah, he got, got a nice bottle of bubbly off the uh, sponsors. He did, yeah. Uh, midfield, yesterday's midfield, what do we think of that? Mm. I've already played a, a few nice, lovely little balls. 
scored a cracking goal. Well, yeah. What a strike. I think it was a nice, lively presence in Deerfield. Yeah. Well, again, that's, that's far more of, seen far more of him and going back Cowley than what we've seen thus far this season. Cowley was magnificent yesterday, covered the length of the pitch, didn't he? Supporting, attacking the defence. Um, we mentioned Craig Davis, though, you said Craig Davis, yeah. yeah. He yeah. had a big game, didn't Superb, yeah. just does what he does well. All the way he can roll his men, it's just brilliant. Mm. And I don't know why Blackpool decided to put their smallest player on the pitch, marking him. Because that tactic worked well, didn't it? But, uh, no. but yeah, superb. What, great performance for me, by mile, man of the match for me, I thought. It, the way he can all it, turn, looks to get a shot off, he can link up well. He was unlucky with a couple of chances yeah. as well, wasn't yeah. it? The one where he tried <laughs> dinking it over the keeper especially, his uh, ball's coming into his feet. I mean, not the best defender in the world, they should, you know, they've got to be stronger than that against him, they should know what he's capable of doing. But you've just got to give him credit, because he did it time and time again. And it was only a matter of time before he scored, but he got too cough, didn't he? Shows you why they've let Grant Hall go, doesn't it? Never, never. before, though, it's... it's it's keeping him fit, isn't it? Yeah. His, inj- his track record with injuries. There was a point. There was a point where he went. He stretched for something. Um, Thinking, oh no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thinking, all of that with his bloody hamstrings. Yeah. And he was a bit ginger it, for the next five minutes. It, it was left of the far goal in front of the north stand. Mm. Yeah, Craig Davis reminds me a bit of the best fits of Emil Heskey and Jason Roberts combined. I agree. Mm. Well, with a touch of Holt thrown in for good measure. <laughs> yes, with a sprinkling of Holt. He, that's how he plays. He play with the back to goal a lot. Should play. Should be positive and look to create something. Instead of just keeping the back to goal, looking to turn the men, looking to get shots off. And he does that job brilliantly. And I, I can't believe how good he actually is. Would you have brought Yannick on last night? No. No. Why? Would you, I, I, there was no need. Well, I know that McDonald would have scouted him without any, because we're playing him soon. But scouting him with the scouts report and actually seeing him for yourself in the flesh are two different things. And I think when he came on, he just his first touch, he breezed past three of their players, just left them for dead. Now he's seen that. We've given away a little bit of our, our tactic, haven't we, uh, for the league game, which is only three weeks off. So uh, that's what I would think. Yeah, but they would watch tapes, Barry. The VHS oh, tapes. I don't think Blackpool are capable of stopping him, even if they did. Not got the results. Ten hours of watching. But Boise, yeah. yeah. Hey. There you go. I mean, <laughs> that's like a turtle to a cheetah, that, isn't it? Boise, I'm very sorry about this. Sorry, Boise. Very sorry. I'll tell you what, Adam was nice to you when you came. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, 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 I like yeah. it. <laughs> no. you're a legend. Have you gone, maybe rather than give away some of your tactics, have you intimidated them and scared them? I hope so. I you hope. know what they'll do? They'll just put three men on Yannick and then that frees us up. It's the best, best of them to play. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you've got Davis and him sort of up top there. You're going to occupy at least four defenders so that frees up space in and around them doesn't it see if McDonald and Oyster are listening to this now then they're going to know what to do so they're going to counteract that again <laughs> <laughs> so cut this out Barry I will uh, Johnny Ruler has lost his, his goal well <laughs> I thought 4-2 mm. it was quite funny yeah. it was quite funny with Johnny Hubbard yeah it's always got to say I think he needs to check his studs yeah mm. get longer studs the amount of time he was falling over 
Yeah, it was incredible the amount of jip he got from ES6 last night, ripping into him. And I thought, you know, he's going to get a hat trick here. He nearly did, very nearly. That, you, that last chance he had where he just it over the bar from about yeah. seven yards. And of course, the disallowed goal. Yeah, the disallowed goal. Which, yeah, was... which was onside. Yeah, that was well onside, wasn't it? Yeah. Well onside. He sorted out his first touch. He can, he can trap a ball further than I can kick one. <laughs> yes. As, as I was. <laughs> Good. Fred okay. was in hospitality as well last night, huh. talking, and he said he'd seen a lot of Jory at City. He said when he went to Huddersfield, his head was down. So it's you know this is what he was showing that when he was at City, a good, you know, young promising player. Right. So maybe there's more to come. Yeah, more to come. He's um, in League One now, though. Sorry to put it down there on things. So do we think we're going to go all the way? Yes. Wembley appearance. Yeah. Uh, of course. I think we'll be there in that final. We're going to win it, doing the double this year. There's not a single team that we can beat. Now. The teams left in our half of the draw. Yeah. Uh, Barnsley, Fleetwood and Morecambe I mean yeah. it's in our hands say it again Barnsley, Fleetwood Morecambe and Lattix so take them all get Millwall in the final now, now we'll get oh, beat by Fleetwood 1-0 in the semis well 33 players I'd rather have Fleetwood and Morecambe in the next round though rather than on yeah. trip over to yes keep it in Lancashire yeah, yeah. Uh, and Andra it wasn't a bad crowd last time. I mean, we'd more on for a Johnson Payne trophy than what Berry had on for an FA Cup first round. So I think uh, I think that tells you that it, the, the public of, of women are, uh, are into these cup competitions, aren't they? Yeah, it means something. You've got yeah. history in it. In years past, the programme would have been a fold-out one, but it goes to show in this day and age we've got a proper £2.50 one with 20 or 30 pages yeah, it was a good, it was, I was going to say it was a good one but it, it, it was half decent wasn't it some memories in there as well yes the Grig issue lived up to expectations on Saturday did it? So, yeah. a good read it suited the journey from Berry to Wigan home <laughs> um, we've gone to sound another striker today oh. Alex Ravel or the the Revmeister, as he's known to the Rotherham supporters. Um, he's played for a host of clubs in his career. He started off at Cambridge. He's been around the block a few times. Um, Cardiff, Rotherham, Southend, Cambridge United, Kettering Town, uh, Wickham Wanderers, etc, etc, etc. And the most goals he's scored in the season is 13, so he's not prolific. His average is about 7 per season. Not a prolific goal scorer. But the Rotherham fans absolutely loved him, and they said he was one of the key players that got them promoted. And apparently, reading Colwell's words today, he's another player we tried to sign on a permanent in summer. Um, now, whether Morgan's put a word in, because he was at Rotherham with him, once they both got promoted together. So, uh, somebody from one of the Rotherham journalists have tweeted today there's a lot more to his game than scoring goals. So. Uh, <coughs> Probably reveling the chance of getting us promoted. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is his style of play, Barry? Well, he's six foot three. He's hard working. And um, he brings others into play. Okay, so he's a bit like Davis. Yeah, he's a bit like. He's a lot too. He's a bit like a, a bag of revels. You know where you get your you get your coffee creams, your oranges. Multi-mars. I like that. Heard caramel minstrels. Minstrels type ones. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Raisins is the one that you've missed. Oh yeah, they're horrible. They should be left out as well. And Maltesers. Oh my, you're reveling in this, aren't you? Also, the the word is, he's on loan till the 26th of January, 
if all goes well, there's a two-year deal on the table for him. So, but he's 32, 32 years of age. Now, that's a bit strange to me because I thought we were moving away from this and we were signing young, hungry players. And if he's 32 and he's not, he's not sparkling in the championship and we're looking to go into the championship next year, I don't see the point of. Him for two years. You know, you'd think this probably keep him till end of this season, or see if it goes till end of January, then keep him on till end of the season, and say thanks very much, and we want a better quality play. Yeah, we went up. Because I believe we're going up, and I think when we do go up, we'll need to spend it somewhere to uh, to be competitive in the championship. Because yep. there is a big step, in, isn't there? There is a big step. Um, right, and Alex Ravel. So anybody know him, seen him a lot? Adam? I remember his uh, playoff final goal for Overham. Superb, wasn't it? He scored against us last year as well. Yeah, is that the one where the one he scored for Rotherham was when uh, Evans run, started running the length of the pitch, weren't it? After he'd scored it. Uh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Did that on every goal, though, didn't Well, he did, yeah, yeah. A little bit of news coming today. We've had a, a game switch. Uh, we'll play Gillingham. We're play, uh, scheduled to play them on the 9th of January. It's been moved to the 7th of January, which is a Thursday evening, and we're on Sky Sports. It's a little bit, uh, guess thinking, uh, and reminiscing about the Europa League days, something, because we played them on a Thursday. Thursday yeah. yeah, but I think uh, Ruben Kazan were more of an exciting proposition than Gillingham. They might bring more fans than Ruben Kazan. <laughs> I don't know. No. Not on a Thursday night, as well. Yeah. It's a long way. Which again is, is for me is rubbish because it could have the potential of being a table topping clash. Well, the sky are open, it is, isn't it? That's what they're after, isn't it? No, so what about all them speckies who were on a bloody shift? What about all those speckies who, you know, it's a school night, you can't have what tech in you? Could work in our oh, advantage, though. I mean, Gillingham, not having many fans here, if they're still near the top, and we're near the top, mm-hmm. could give us a bit of an extra edge. The, you know they're not being backed by any fans here because imagine we'll bring a couple of hundred or whatever. I wonder what, what it's worth to us. So in the Premier League it was a million pound a game. I remember the figure being through. I don't know what these days, but when we were it was a million pound a game. Gate receipts, you mean? No, Sky. Sky pay a million okay. pound to to the home home side. I know how much it's worth uh, an FA Cup tie uh, because it was given out on TV tonight. Because Salford City have been drawn at home in the next round of the cup again, and their game's been televised, and they're getting 72 grand. That's good, isn't it? It's brilliant for a non-league club, that, isn't it? 72 mm. grand. Yeah. That's brilliant. Talking of TV, we're on Saturday, we've got Rochdale away. Uh, we've got a bit of a preview coming up. Uh, so we're going to do this between us. <laughs> really? Yes, we are. Yeah, so we play Rochdale on Saturday. The referee, Neil Swarbrick. Oh, Premier League ref. Yeah, yeah. Last time we've had him once since we dropped into the Premier League, and that was against Leeds United when we beat them one 0 down here. Yeah, the last Premier League ref uh, match that he refed was our last game in the Premier League when we played Villa at home and we drew two apiece. Mm-hmm. Mm. Why uh, do we have a Prem ref? Why? Because we're on TV. Correct. Internationals, isn't it? International. We was on TV against Leeds last year as well. But we won one now. Leeds are always on telly though. Yeah, right? yeah, every week. Yeah, going a million quid in the back pocket. No one, it's bent, isn't it? Absolutely bent. Why are Leeds on telly every week? Marcus it's an absolute Spence. disgrace. Oh, they've had this development. I know, we have, right. Um, we've previously met Rochdale. How many times I thought we'd have met, met them? Tons and tons and tons. Quite a few. 23. I was quite surprised. 
Mm. We've beaten 13 and we've lost 6 and we've drawn 4. The last defeat though was in 1997 when we lost 3-1 away at Scotland. Yeah. Uh, Simon's odds checker. Yep. Um, still had Will Grigg down as a got first goal scorer so I don't know how he's going to manage that. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Rochdale 15-8, to eight, uh, the draws 12-5 to five, and what is 17-10 to 10, so it's more or less... You know, Even. same same for each uh, each team. Um, Davis is the favourite first goal scorer at thirteen to two, along with uh, Ian Henderson of mm-hmm. Rochdale. And then it's seven to ones. You have um, Vincente uh, Ayana of Rochdale. I don't know if I should pronounce his name. Vincente, Vincente. Is it yeah. Vincente? Yeah. Um, and Jordan, all at seven to one. So they really can't split. The two teams. <clears throat> Odds wise, they uh, for the result all go in favour of Latics. One nil Latics win seventeen to two. Two nil win thirteen to one, and a three nil win twenty eight to one. That's all right. I said twenty eight to one. Yeah. What's your tip? I, I'm gonna go three nil. <laughs> so it's not gonna be three nil. I'm gonna put a ten on that. Put a ten on. I'll put a ten on that. Gareth, uh, the form of the The last uh, six league games, they've not managed to win actually. They've lost two and drawn four of the last six league games. But credit to them, they've managed draws with Coventry and Bury, which are two good draws. Teams yeah. we've lost against. Yeah. Yeah. Top scorer, is it Peter Vincente? Think so. yeah, yeah. Yeah. and he's, he was nominated as play- did he get he got player of the uh, month didn't he league one player of the month yeah. September I think September October October the last one September September uh, Rochdale small town in, in uh, Oldham in Oldham <laughs> <laughs> famous sons and daughters isn't Lisa Stansfield from Rochdale Mike Harding Lisa oh, Stansfield Colin Baker Doctor Who Doctor Who yeah and Hello, uh, Badridge. The one and only Mr. Coogan. Ha ha! Ha ha! From what? From what? Is he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dan. Dan. What's Dan? What's Dan? Smell what? my cheese. <laughs> Give me a second series. I'm not finishing off. Gareth. Give us a prediction for the, the last game. And do it in the style of Alan Partridge. Well, I can't. <laughs> I don't know who he is. Um, <laughs> oh, 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 sorry, I'm not. <coughs> Gareth, Gareth you're not alone. <coughs> I watched 20 minutes, it was funny. So oh, I'm saying. <laughs> we need right. to educate you both yeah. on, well, on this. I'm more into football, although after last Saturday. <laughs> Sorry, um, <laughs> yeah. they've, uh, they've managed four draws in the four most recent performances, Rochdale, and I'm going for a draw to a piece. Adam? A bit like Simon's, but I'll go for 3-1, I don't think we'll keep a clean sheet, because <coughs> we're not very good at that way from home. 3-0 so. yeah. your mother. 3-0 <laughs> <laughs> to the truckers. <laughs> Paul? Um, two one two. Mick, not guilty about it, wasn't me. Um, four nil seems to be a common score for the last couple of games. I think four nil again. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Two us. Oh, go on then. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, 
Yeah. I'm with Adam here. Oh, I've not since when. Yeah, I'm with Adam on this one. I think uh, I think we'll score plenty. But I think we'll concede. We can't keep a clean sheet away from home. I don't think we'll keep a clean sheet away from home all season. The way we can't stop crosses coming in. So I'm having a piece of three-one. Three-one. Damn. Well, Barry, I think we'll breeze past them. It'll be an absolute gas. And no, it's going to be two-one Wigan. Two-one to the Wiganers. And we Gareth, me, I think it's going to be a draw. I'll go for one apiece. We're all sort of relatively positive, aren't we? Well, we are, yeah, we are. Why not? I'll two points away and win your own games, you'll go up. Yeah, that's all that matters. Right, and I'm gutted me that we've not done an in depth analysis of Rochdale. Yeah, I really am. Yeah, Barry. Things like for the last 10 years of convictions. Of course, founding members of the Cooperative Society, for God's sake. Exactly, yeah. Cop Milton. Longest serving team in the lower league. My mum used to work there. She used to work in Rossville at Slipperworks. <laughs> and you can see Slipperworks as you're going past on trains at the station. You used to be Slipperworks in with yeah, <laughs> But don't tell me mum that. <laughs> right, uh, any other business? Yes. <laughs> Alright. Oh, oh, uh, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but uh, we, ha- we have a, a player who's been injured for a while, Kevin McNaughton. Oh, yeah. Been uh, granted a testimonial by Cardiff City, and it got me thinking this because when I looked at this uh, number of years for Cardiff, he'd not been there ten, which is the usual thing for testimonials. He's only done nine years, and of them nine, he spent two seasons out on loan. So in effect, he's only done seven years with them. So I thought we've had a player very similar to this, but he actually did complete nine years, and he's now left the club, gone to Ashes now. But it would be lovely and fitting, I feel, if, if he was granted a testimonial. I don't Marlo want to hear things. Who? Selly. Not Marilyn Selly. Not Franco De Santo. Ronnie Stam. Not Ronnie Stam. Could have been last night, couldn't it? Rashid Watson. Adam Farsia. Emerson Boyce. <laughs> Emerson Boyce. I don't know what, you, what we think about whether he should get one yeah, of them. I, I said it at the time, the end of last season. It'd be nice for him to have one for his services. Yeah, I wonder if it'd be worthwhile to contact uh, if we contacted the club, you know, via email at feedback at <coughs> wiganathletic.com <laughs> and just suggested to the club that perhaps they may think about putting a testimony on for Boise if there's just, you know, a swell of support from the yeah, sure fans. Yeah, and everybody emails them yeah, if everybody and contacts the club. At feedback at wiganathletic.com and people who listen to this podcast and tell their friends as well to email the club at feedback at wiganathletic.com What was that email address again? It's, uh, for those who didn't get it, it's feedback at wiganathletic.com That's F-E-E-D-B-A-C-K And just sort of suggesting that, um, you know, it would be nice for Boyce to get the testimonial uh, and give the fans a a proper chance to say goodbye to him. I know we organised that, this is your laugh last year, but that was all top secret, wasn't it? And we couldn't put the word out and... I had a few complaints that people didn't know about it and they couldn't get there and they felt really disappointed and let down. Uh, some people might say, well, Boyce has got enough money, why does he need a testimonial? And I 100% agree with that sentiment, but the money raised from said testimonial wouldn't go strictly to Boyce, it's a go to his designated charities and he has, he's involved with quite a few, so, you know, that's what footballers do these days, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was good with that last night as well, wasn't it? Very good from the club. That was fantastic, yeah. Amelia, young yeah, yeah, Beach Hill yeah. girl, isn't she? Little yeah. girl from Beach Hill. I, I, think it, I think it was an absolute wonderful, and it was a wonderful response 
from Blackpool, Blackpool it was fans. fantastic so well done to the Blackpool fans who were listening to and the, the players yeah, yeah. Well for players, yeah. Well. I, uh, if I hadn't done what I was doing, I did hospitality. I was going to buy an adult ticket with a, and a kid's ticket just to make that donation. Right. And a few people have done that. Right. And I bought an additional that, kid's that's ticket. That's fantastic, yeah. It's, well, like, doing it into yeah, it's a good gesture, that. Maybe we can think of something to do and organise a little bit of fundraising ourselves. Us as a podcast team, you know, yes. so we'll have to think about that. I tell you what, how immaculately was that minute silence observed? Oh, brilliant again, wasn't it? I, I was asked, it reminds me of when we came back from the game in Belgium. Yeah. We, we travelled back by the Somme. You did a nice little report on that, didn't you? Yeah, we're looking at the war fields, it was quite poignant last night. Mm. Mm. But it was, oh, I couldn't believe how immaculate, because you, you always get some idiot that shouts out, don't you? But, not last night, absolutely nothing. I believe it was the same Saturday, but I was listening on the radio Saturday. Yeah, Saturday right. The Wish FM, you know the bit where they, de- where they get dead air and it cuts in and started playing U2 yes, all the Yes, that's right. Yeah. Can, I, can I just say something on that though as well? And it was, I agree with you 100% though, how, how brilliant the minute silence was, apart from something. And that was the advertising boards. Now normally I'm in the East Stand and uh, it doesn't affect me. Whereas last night I was in the West Stand and I was really peed because these advertising bulbs kept changing all the time. So we're having a minute silence. For God's sake, why didn't they just turn them off for that one minute? Because it, it was just a dis- massive big distraction for me, that. A real big distraction from something what was being observed absolutely brilliantly. Yeah. I wouldn't be minded if they'd have had like, them effects where they get the floating poppies, things like that. I would rather have seen that. I would rather have seen that than the pig and adverts for, yeah. and I can't even remember who it was because I was annoyed. You've got a point there, Mick. How many other clubs actually do this? Do what? Turn off yeah. the advertising holdings. Well, not many in this league, haven't they? I don't think no. they do. Nobody. No. I don't think I they do. We've, we've hired ours, haven't we? They're on hired them. That might be a good point to raise for next year, to bear in yeah. mind. For the FAB? Uh, yeah, to, to raise for next year and to see if they could do that and put the poppies up. Because yeah. I think that would be quite poignant, wouldn't it? Right, uh, anybody, any other business before we wrap it on the air? We've got uh, Rochdale on Saturday. And then we're looking forward to a double header the week after with uh, Shrewsbury Town and Burton Albion in town. So that's what we'll be looking at in next week's podcast. Obviously looking back on the Rochdale game, hopefully we're all looking back with uh, smiles on our faces and joys in our voices. On that note... We've come full circle, haven't we? It's a good night from me. Good night from me.
this case. 